Baby baby baba baba. Rasta man. Rasta man with the Rasta can. I don't, I don't know what Rasta can is. It's me, Josh. And I'm Ryan. And I'm... you're listening to the Mighty Fish Podcast. It's the week of November 16th, 2016. It's a lot of 16s. That, that's a lot of 16s. It is. Whoa, wouldn't it be crazy if there were 16 months? And I think... 16, 16, 16. <laughs> it's the mark of the teenage beast. <laughs> and I think Josh made fun of me early on for calling out the dates in the beginning of the podcast. But, guess, but guess what? It paid off. Paid off. I had to eat some words on that we one. We have some special content coming this weekend. Yeah, we have an entire lost episode. <laughs> We recorded an episode seven that we never put up and forgot we made. That's that's just how it goes. That's how it goes in the biz. Well, here we are. There we are. Episode real. Happy the, Thanksgiving. The real and only episode twelve. We're now living in Trump's America. It's true. That's well, not quite yet, but <laughs> we're living in a limbo. We're living in pre-Trump. <laughs> That's a fucking thing. <laughs> That's something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to deal with that. Well, it feels like one, a cartoon. One day at a time. Like honestly, dude, it feels like living in an episode of Bob's Burgers, <laughs> or like South Park. Like it doesn't, well, or like yeah. like Quimby, like yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. Quimby from Simpsons. Like this isn't, this isn't how real life works. But I mean, it is what it is. God, yeah, you're mm-hmm. right, Mayor. Qu- Mayor Quimby. Dude, it's Mayor Quimby. Like, Mayor Quimby is now our president. Yeah. That's... It's fucking weird, dude. That's something. Like like uh, like Bill Burr was saying. <laughs> he was trying to decide if, you know, fucking Brett Michaels or Cindy Lauper would run a fictional company better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and now he's making real decisions. <laughs> and from his tweets, he's treating it kind of like The Apprentice. He's like, he? I'm filling out my cabinet and only I know who the finalists are. <laughs> oh <was> my <laughs> god, is he really doing that? That's what he tweeted out. <laughs> So I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. If I don't want to believe you. That's ridiculous. That's a real thing. Uh, oh. What's his Twitter? Uh, the real Donald Trump. Of course it is. Because <laughs> you don't want to get the fake. You don't want to get the fake Donald Trump. <laughs> um, He'll steer you wrong that one. So yeah, I mean that's going on. It, it is what it is. Maybe Thanksgiving. That's a good time, man. Thanksgiving's coming up. We got a. Uh, we got a couple movies coming out that are that aren't big Hollywood blockbusters. Yeah. Well, and one that's a gigantic Hollywood blockbuster. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. So, uh, yeah, probably next week. Probably next episode. <clears throat> Not the next. The next real episode. The next episode we put up is going to be the last episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is about nothing. Which is convenient because it doesn't date it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, episode thirteen will be uh, fantastic. Be somewhere to find them, more than likely. Uh, a movie I wanted to see to get out of the way before this podcast, but I got distracted. Oh, son of a bitch! He did say that. Yeah, he did. I t- dude, I told you. <laughs> yeah, but 
That's such a ridiculous. It's why is that? Why am I surprised? Okay. <laughs> Donald Trump said something ridiculous. <laughs> okay. okay. Anyway, what, what did you want to talk about? Um, I'm sorry, I got distracted, man. I, I was just, I was giving, I was giving the the listeners a heads up for what to expect in the coming weeks. Oh, they're coming, dude. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna see that Fantastic Beast. Yeah, we got Fantastic Beast. That'll probably be next week. We uh, wa- we almost saw Arrival this week. That's what I was talking. Uh, that's what I was talking about. I got distracted. <laughs> I got to do, yeah, you got distracted because you bought yourself a fucking hat. <laughs> bought a fancy hat. As you bought Josh a would fancy say. hat. It's fancy helmet. <laughs> he stepped up. He stepped up to the uh, to the new gaming. He's a uh, he's. Just I went and bought an Oculus. it over the rest of us. I went and bought an Oculus Rift and I pre-ordered the the Rift Touch. And uh, yeah. yeah, so yeah. I was I was playing with that instead of going to see Arrival. But yeah, we have Arrival. Yeah, um, we're gonna yeah we're gonna see Arrival. What other what other non-blockbustery movies was I looking forward to? Is Arrival not a blockbuster? I don't. Is it? There's aliens involved. That's true, and it's got it's got an all-star cast. <laughs> is, is that one of the precursors to having the, the requirements to having a blockbuster? Having aliens and big ships. Okay, hang on. Yes, but <laughs> but also, how does one bust a block? What block are we busting? Yeah. Do you know where that term comes from? Or no. I don't either. I don't either. I should probably look that up. We're supposed to be experts on movies. We're the uninformed experts. <laughs> yeah. We don't know shit about movies, but we talk about them all the time. So, uh, yeah, so I don't know what a blockbuster is or not. But, yeah, mm-hmm. Arrival, we wanted to see that. Unfortunately, we don't. But we did see another, a little older, a little bit older. but A little bit older, current, a couple months. Current year, and it's another one of the Rotten Tomato darlings. Uh-huh. Uh, to, uh, to help. To Helen Back. To Helen Back. <laughs> Starring Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> I thought uh, you were going to say Elvis Presley. I thought about it. John Wayne and Elvis Presley. Did they make a movie together? I don't know. I don't think so. That would have been dope. That would have been cool. That would have sold The King so and the Duke. Like, the King and the Duke. Make a kick-ass Duke. Make a kick-ass Duke. <laughs> they were going to be two kings. <laughs> But then they had to make one a kick-ass duke. One had to be a kick-ass duke. Uh, <laughs> no, we watched uh, we watched uh, Hell or High Water, yes. starring Chris Pine, Ben Foster, uh, Jeff Bridges, and, that was it. and an Indian man. And an Indian uh, man. Feather, not Dot. You can't say that. <laughs> I am just quoting Jeff Bridges, all right? <laughs> And that's the, true. <laughs> I'm just going. He with, is the most racist man in that movie. It's true, but my, it's like it's like that old. It's like Grand Torino, where you're kind of like, oh, you old racist shit. Yeah, he's teasing him. Yeah, he that, said we're just jumping right in the middle here. Yeah, we're just jumping in. <laughs> he said he said like you're gonna you're gonna miss me making fun of you. You're I'm gonna gone. miss me teasing you. <laughs> Like it's one of those movies. Uh, Stuckman said it in in his video review, and I agree with him entirely. It's, it's one of those movies where Jeff Bridges is kind of indiscernible. You kind of catch every other word he's saying. I had a problem in general with a lot of the low key dialogue. There was a lot of very like whispery. whispery. Yeah. yeah, and it's a lot of it's a lot of tough guy talk where they all just kind of walk quietly, carry big stick. Yeah, but then the Texas Rangers, uh, they talked kind of normal. 
But then Jeff Bridges has marbles in his mouth and you have yeah, no fucking yeah, idea no, what he's no, saying. Get on down to Midland Park and they don't got no security camera. coming over. <laughs> it was it was this year's first uh, Rotten Tomato Darling until Arrival came around that had a long stretch of being at 100%. And it's very well deserved. It's yeah. a fucking amazing movie. Very, very good movie. Honestly... It's, Probably the best take on a modern western I've ever seen. I really, I, really liked it. I would like to agree, but I don't know if I know enough about the modern westerns to to, to say that. Yeah. I liked it a lot, but I'm not really I'm not an expert it. in that field. I really, but really I will it. say that as far as the structure and the type of not the type of story, but like mm-hmm. the way the story was well, the, told from the from the type of story it is because it is a heist movie. Yeah. It's. I want every movie to be like this. It was ninety minutes long, which everybody knows I love. You love ninety minutes. <laughs> they jump right into it, but you, but they don't jump right into it at the expense of like the characters or the world or, or setting up things for you to to be involved with the the people in the film. No, they get you into the story right away, and then you start understanding characters, motivations. Yeah. Um, you start understanding kind of where those characters are going. And they do a lot they do a lot like with uh, like like another one that we both enjoyed Drive where they they set up a lot of the story without talking about it. Yes. There's little to no exposition in this movie. No. And it's mostly done through visuals, and they're all done very well. Like, you get that this is a very poor area of Texas that they're involved in uh, through seeing, like, billboards and stuff like that, and just just the the look of the neighborhoods and the towns that, that are in. The atti- yeah, the attitudes of the and the towns, attitudes of the di- of the citizens and stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's it's very good, dude. Honestly, uh, I am not a big Chris Pine fan, mm. and I really, really enjoyed him in this movie. I thought he was really, really good. I uh, I'm starting to think maybe he's he's a little more than Action Kirk. Yeah, he surprised he surprised me a lot. Um, ben it Foster was, was really good. It was hard for me kind of to get over Action Kirk yeah. and take him a little seriously, but he did surprise me. It was because mostly, he's so subdued in this movie. Yeah, it was mostly my, my own problem. Yeah, that I was... <laughs> like, the only time he was like Action Kirk and he was like way better than Action Kirk was at that, that part of the gas station. Oh yeah, that show was cool. <laughs> he just walks up and whoops that guy's ass. Um... The the one thing that I that I think is funny is like this is one of those movies that a lot of those like gun nut conservative guys like on the internet like these are the guys that they think they are. Yeah. Like they, this is the world that they think they live in and none of them do. What's funny is it is it almost it almost tackled that what you're talking about. Oh it did. It did because of the guy the guy in one of the banks. Yeah, the town the guy in one of the banks, the townspeople were like, Fuck that, we're gonna catch these bank Oh, robbers. and then the posse. And yeah, the, yeah and the po- <laughs> You're not allowed to say posse anymore. Uh, and I <laughs> I don't agree with that man. Posse's a posse. Either do, either do I. That's a that's an inside joke unless you're a basketball fan. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, yeah, and the, the posse comes and they and, and Ben Foster, who was like you said, very good. So cool. Plays a fucking maniac. Oh, though. he's a psychopath and he's but he's so funny. It 
He's funny and he's cool and he's likable, but he's yeah. a horrible human he's being. He's a horrible person. <laughs> um, he just he kind of just laughs and makes them makes them all look like chumps. And I'm yeah. like, see, those are who That's you guys really are. Exactly. You guys are not Chris Pine and exactly. Ben Foster. No, you think you're Chris <laughs> yeah. Pine and Ben Foster. You're the guy in Walmart. You're, you're the yeah. You're the yeah. You're the punk fucking townsfolk posse yeah, member. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like these guys are putting themselves back together with duct tape. And you're trying to catch him in your rundown Arrow Star. <laughs> yeah. So it was a small, concise, well acted, well put together movie. It, dude, and like honestly, it it kind of gets you going, dude. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're on the edge of your seat. It's a ride from the word go. Like, you start off, they're hitting a bank, and then they're they're in a they're in their car getting away. And then they're just on to the next bank, and you just you're moving at that pace the whole time. There's a lot of yeah, and there's a lot of understated uh, suspense, yeah, and drama. Like that's the like Chris oh, Pine yeah. was in another movie called uh, The Finest Hours. Yeah, you, and that was a movie that, that I think was, we talked about that a little bit on the last cast. Did we? We I might think, have, but I that think we touched on. But it. that was a movie that went out of its way to be overly dramatic. Every step of the way. The perfect storm. Yeah. It's the it was, perfect fucking storm. Exactly. That's why I fucking hate that. Just, I saw the trailer for that. I was like, no. And that shit is like so obnoxious. And just this understated, shit. like low-key, dramatic, suspenseful moments mm-hmm. in this more character piece than anything else. Oh, so and dude. It, and it's um, almost like it's almost like the char- the like the main character is Texas. Is that bit of Texas. Is that yeah, yeah is that town? Is yeah. is that little County. There's there's definitely a little bit of, of social commentary going on, but it is not ham fisted whatsoever. No, it's well it's it's pretty heavy, but it's not it they're not hitting you over the head with it. It's not it's like not the, the expense yeah, it's not the ex- yeah, exactly. It's not at the expense of the story either. Yeah. Nothing feels out of place or like I get it. Yeah, no, it's just that you are very, very aware of the gap yeah. between the rich and the poor in this and this and just the way that the banks are, and it's it's so funny, and that's the movie feels almost timeless for me because of that. Because you got the 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 western feel, mm-hmm. yeah, with them being the young cowboys and the ranch, and the, yeah, they're yeah. losing the ranch, and there's the posse coming after them, and lawman's gonna get them. But then you've also got some of that depression era gangster, you know, public enemies, uh, yeah. you know, uh, God, I can't think of his fucking name right now, and it's pissing me off. The guy that Johnny Depp played in the movie. Who's uh, a very famous bank robber uh, that I knew a lot about before this other fucking movie. I hated that damn movie. Uh, but like Babyface Nelson, yes, guys like that. You know when the banks were in control of everything, and you get a lot of that. So you're getting this depression era, nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties, bank robber feel, uh, mixed with a western, mixed with modern uh, society and stuff. Yeah. And it's so it mixes all of that so well it's so it's dude i really 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 liked that I, movie i really enjoyed it as well and and like you said it, it's it's such a mix of the of the themes cuz it's modern day but has this western feel and it like you said the the people the people they could have got caught very easily. Oh yeah, well they the could have been caught early in the movie, and yeah. the people in that diner were just like, <laughs> "No, here's a vague description. Yeah, you can get fucked. Hey, get out of here. Yeah, like, but then like like he's not like, but like Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges plays the cop who's trying the the, the marshal who's trying to get him. Um, or, sorry, Ranger trying to get him. Are they are they marshals? They or were rangers? rangers. They were rangers. Yeah, like Walker. That's right. Yeah, like yeah. Walker. Like, but like cool. Like way way cooler. <laughs> Um, 
Walker's like joke cool. Yeah, like like he comes into this diner and he's interviewing the waitress and some of the some of the uh, the uh, the patrons. customers, the patrons. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Um, and he's just they're offering him enough. They're offering him just enough information, and he knows he's not going to get more from them. But he doesn't go where a lot of those type of scenes go, and he starts yelling. Or, you know, being a dick. It's just he kind of laughs. He's joking. Like, he's joking. Everybody's easy going, but it's... it's But it's, it's serious. Yeah, it's very serious, and there is a tension involved. Like, uh, when he tries to get the money from the waitress, and she's, you know, sassy thick girl. Yeah. About it. It was, it was fucking... I don't know. The, 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 that scene was really great. And uh, oh, yeah. I was telling... Um, I, think I was telling Brandon about it last night, because he was kind of, you know, on the fence, because of... Uh, you recommended... Uh, Ten Cloverfield to him, and he was just like oh, the ending of that movie. And I was like, dude, I'm gonna tell you right now, yeah, but, the ending of this movie is probably the best part of that movie. Yeah, I yeah. loved the end of that movie. Just, just the way that they, the, the subtlety of the conversation and the, the the hints being dropped, yeah, were fantastic. Um, just tough guy talk, but like cool tough guy, you know? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't really I have a lot to say about it. I really can't. Yeah, um, some very beautiful shots. Yeah, mm, uh, good cinematography. Uh, what one stood out to me was uh, it's it's Ben leaning on a fence post and Chris is sitting on the back of the truck. I think they use it for the poster as well. They, I think they do. It's yeah. fucking. It's a beautiful shot. Some really cool shots of like the flatlands in Texas and stuff. Cause this is West Texas, yeah. if I remember right. Um, just dude, they make everything. Everything looks run down and broken and awful. Yeah. But it's so beautiful. Such a cool movie, dude. I really, really, really enjoyed that movie a lot. I had no complaints. Yeah, dude. I can't think of anything that I didn't really care. I mean, except for Jeff Jeff Bridges Bridges being hard to understand sometimes. No, dude. I love the the way that they launder the money. I love their process. I love... I love the idea of hitting the ba- the way they do the bank robberies. Yes. To minimize, you know, problems and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, their plan is really cool. Yeah. But, ba- uh, yeah. Basically, you uh, you see how they do the, the, the robberies early in the movie, and then near the climax of the movie, they're, they're only going to rob one more. Yeah. And there's like... 10 people in the bank maybe yeah. and you're like oh no yeah oh yeah no it's so funny because you get like oh shit yeah. you know and in a normal heist movie it you know the, it would be fucking full of people yeah well and that's the thing it's that's the thing i said to you when we were watching i was like this isn't heat no we're not no it's and like that's what i liked about it is it's a heist movie where you're not dealing with career criminals no and uh, i i like that because they didn't go too far into the comedic angle but like some of the banks, some of the bank jobs are super duper funny. Yeah, like, like they they're not good at what they do, no. but they're extremely good at what they do. Yeah, and uh, I like that you're not getting caught up in the uh, the planning process as well. No, um, and it's like I don't have any problem with that because I love movies like The Town and I love that, Heat. See, and... that's what I meant by you get into it. Oh there's yeah, no, there's no scenes of of the movie starting and then them deciding to be bank robbers. Like you come yeah. in at like the first or yeah. maybe second. Heist. Yeah, they they've done at least one yeah. bank before that. Um cuz I think they talked about That's right. About I one. think Jeff Bridges yeah, says I, th- I think they, they listed one bank that they had done before that bank. 
Um, but yeah, dude, I. If I have, I haven't been that satisfied with the movie since I saw Mud. Yeah, nice. I'll be honest, dude. Um, I was telling you, I was like, if you like this, you're gonna love Mud. I keep I keep pumping that movie. I've been pumping that movie for like three years, and you still haven't seen it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. And after Midnight Special, it's getting further and further oh, away. Dude, Mud is such a better movie <laughs> than Midnight Special. Um, I I really enjoyed uh, Hunt for the Wilder People probably as much as this movie. But really, wow. If I had one complaint about this movie. Uh, as good as they as they set up most of the characters, Ben Foster's motivation is not clear. It's very unclear. Yeah, uh, I get that. I, it's yeah. I get no, there's I get a family you. theme going on. Yeah, and he but, was always messed up. But where but, his story init- uh, ends up going, you kind of wonder why he why is the he, way he is. Yeah. yeah, why he'd be so gay. That's a I guess. that's a good point. That's a good. Well, they're very. The family theme is yeah. very strong in the movie, and I think it's he's his brother. Yeah. So that's that's why he did what he did. Yeah. But like, no, I get it. Where you don't and, really, and you Bridges, don't really get too much of Ben. And yeah, and Je- and Jeff Bridges, and they kind of put some dialogue in there where Jeff Bridges said something around the lines of like, "I know why he did it. He's a crazy person. Yeah. Like he likes it. He's he's crazy. He's a criminal. Yeah. yeah. But uh, why did you do it? Yeah. But yeah, very. Dude. Very satisfied. Um, um, I guess. Yeah, I guess sometimes the Rotten Tomato darlings aren't always <laughs> yeah hipster pieces of crap. Exactly. No, sometimes they're actually very. And we we knew that because yeah. like well, I mean, so man, we've seen a couple. I mean, also like Mad Max Fury Road. Like, yeah, you can't. Everybody loves. Fury everybody Road. loves that. Yeah. Movie. Critics, I, audiences. Yeah, I've only met like a handful of people that didn't like that film, and I'm just like, well. You can fuck off. Did you say why? <laughs> yeah, why don't you like it? I don't like reboots. It's not really a reboot, but it is a reboot, but it's not. It, I don't... <laughs> but, like, what are you rebooting? Because That's there's no continuous story Have, of Max. Of Mad Max. Yeah, of Mad Max. Like, I'm just like, it's just another Max story. Exactly. That's what I keep Since trying to tell people. Since it has a new people. actor, now it's like, a reboot? Yeah, well, see, but that's the thing. It's, there's another actor, and there's elements from Road Warrior in it. So it's obviously a reboot. Is there elements like, from Road Warrior in all of them? Technically, but like the element, <laughs> the elements like specifically the like, car the, chase, the, the semi truck, mm. you know, fucking the the half the, the yeah. fucking truck being chased. But I'm just like, it's have you? It's to those people I always want to ask. Have you seen any other Max movies? Yeah. Then you don't know. From somebody who's seen most of Road Warrior, I, I never thought that it was a remake of Road Warrior. No. So. No. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's just like. Like, if you're going to remake it, I feel like people would go, would try to do the whole origin story with Mad Max, which is a totally different film than the other two yeah, movies. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's a good point. And, and plus, it was the original director, so it's like. Yeah. yeah I don't know, dude. It, it's, it's just. Well, I wouldn't and it's, call it a reboot. I wouldn't call it a reboot either. I don't want to call it a reboot, but like, you know, so many people have told me I'm an asshole for thinking that. Uh, I mean, like, I mean, but then again, like, but would you call Jurassic World a reboot? Because it's a new story, yeah. but it's also just the same like, story. Jurassic World <laughs> is so funny because it's so blatantly a reboot. It's yeah. literally a park built on top of the old, of the old park. park. Yeah, yeah. Like I to mean, the point where is that not a metaphor at all? To the point where it makes it doesn't even make sense. Uh-uh. Like I don't. I still we watched it. I don't know why they made Jurassic World. 
Like, I don't mean the movie. I mean the park. The park, yeah. No, I don't understand that. It's just... They never talk about it. There was always, like, this whole evil corporation, like, feel underneath all those, like, oh, they just want to breed dinosaurs, and now they want to kidnap them and make them, I don't know, super soldiers or some shit. And they, <laughs> they even did that in fucking Jurassic World, where I'm just... But I'm just like, yeah, but why open the park after it's a proven financial disaster? Yeah. Like, apart from the, the threat that it is to the public, this... This idea has garnered you no money in any way. You've just dumped a fortune into this shit. Yeah. And then they're like, oh no, it's open now and it's a success. It was never a doubt that it would be a success if you opened the fucking park. Everybody knew it would be a success. The problem was, was you had no fucking control over it. Yeah. Like, and why would you take a risk after the initial push failed? Like... I don't know. It's just that's not a financial undertaking that, that was small. Like Hammond always talked about, they spared no expense. That was like his that's his signature line from that. It's true. I, I, I yeah, no, but I'm with you on like world Jurassic World just doesn't make any fucking yeah. sense. Mad Max it. having another story that another story Max on another same adventure. world. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. Then fucking building a park on top of the old park and being like, this time it'll do better. Yeah, and well, like Tron Legacy, that's obviously a reboot. I mean, it's a yeah. soft reboot because yes. it's a new story mixed with the old story, much yeah. like much like Force Awakens. It's Force, it's, yeah, it's a Force Awakens um, type movie. Yeah, but like, like I get where they call that a reboot and it makes sense, but like, if you just want to bare bones something and call it a reboot, then like, I don't, I don't know, you know... I, yeah. Because mm. Batman Begins is a reboot of Batman. <laughs> or The Dark Knight is a reboot of uh, of Batman. Of Batman Returns. Batman. Oh yeah, that's right. Because yeah. of the Joker. Because of the Jokers. The Joker I, Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I didn't know people were calling it a reboot. Yeah, or I, or I, I figured they would they would call it a reboot, but is there any... But why would anybody say, I don't like it because it's a reboot? Because it's like... It's a reboot in it's name that, only. It's, you know to, me, I mean? it's, to me, it's that, that hipstery, douchey, oh, Hollywood, oh, there's no new ideas. You know. Ah, whatever. Yeah. It's like, dude, no. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> Mad Max Fury Road it. is an yeah. anomaly of an amazing film that was commercially successful, loved by audiences and critics, and fucking the Academy alike. Yeah. That which is, never which happens. Is, uh, yeah, I was gonna say, which is like unheard of. You know of. who it gets a bunch of fucking uh, Oscars? <laughs> the artist. When do you hear anybody ever talk about <laughs> yeah. the artist? Wait, wait, is anybody still talking about the artist yeah. right now? is anybody talking about fucking... Uh, what the fuck was it? Romeo against Juliet. What beat against? What won against Saving Private Ryan? Shakespeare in Love. Shakespeare in Love. There we yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, we I know about, a lot of people that like that movie. But is anybody talking about it? Aside from the few people I meet <laughs> randomly that are like, "Oh, Shakespeare in Love was a great movie." It usually comes up when I'm talking about movies with somebody else. It's never just one that somebody drops. Yeah. You know. Whereas, like, dude. Fucking people are still talking about Saving Private Ryan. People talk about Saving Private Ryan. People talk about Fury Road still. I think uh, well, uh, one of the exceptions is like Moulin Rouge. Yeah. People still talk about Moulin Rouge a lot. Yeah. That's true. I fucking hate that movie. I hate that movie. I don't really like that director. 
He did uh, the Romeo and Juliet, which is probably the first and last movie I liked by him. <laughs> Moulin Rouge is a pile of crap. I didn't like Moulin Rouge. Uh, I saw a bit of... He did the new Great Gatsby, right? With uh, with Leo? I think, he, maybe. Yeah, I think that was him. Uh, I think it was. That movie sucked. Because, um, like, I watched I watched the original, because I'd never seen the original with Robert Redford. Yeah. I watched that one, and then I watched uh, the, the Leonardo DiCaprio one, and I was just like, this movie fucking sucks. <laughs> I I didn't like it. Yeah, it, it wasn't very. I didn't good. watch a lot of it though. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't finish it. But like when I'm watching a movie at home and I don't like it, <laughs> I feel less responsibility to finish something I'm not liking. Yeah. When I'm by myself, like if it's like on the occasions where you and I have sat and watched something that we don't like and we power through it. Yeah. I feel like if somebody's there to like hold my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I get what you mean. Um, yeah, I see. I'll usually watch something all the way through, but like distracted. If I'm by myself, if I'm watching something with Brittany and I'm like, this sucks, then I just leave. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if like if we're watching something and we're just cracking jokes or yeah. whatever. It I'm, makes it easier when you got somebody there suffering. On with certain you. occasions, I. I get rid of shit. I'm like, I can't do this. That's like, that's happened recently. Yeah. I, I tried to make you watch something that I enjoyed very much that no one else likes. Like, no one in the world. Like, it was the movie Black Hat. 25% of people in the world. Yeah, 25% of people in the world didn't like that. No, like that. like that. 75% yeah. of people yeah. didn't like it. Yeah, 75% um, hated it. Yeah. I'm one of that 25%. That was a perfect storm, though. It was a little late. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like, I did fuck this movie. So I did try to get you to watch something funnier. Yeah, either. yeah. So turn Black Hat off. Uh, the the uh, San Andreas. I couldn't do it. Oh, dude, you flew into a rage. <laughs> that was the first time I've ever seen you be actively up angry. That movie at a film. Sucked. That movie's fucking terrible. But like, <laughs> it's it's no worse than any other fucking shit disaster true. pick I've ever seen. I think it, yeah. Again, I was it was like late and I was yeah. drinking and I was just like, dude. Fuck this movie. Dude, you yelled at the TV, man. <laughs> Dude, it was so dumb. But you're right. You're right. It's not I, much I'm not, worse. I'm not saying that, you, not that you were wrong. I'm just like, bro, yours, it was funny. It was funny. It was like, fuck this fucking movie. <laughs> I gotta go to bed. <laughs> it was so dumb. Well, I slept on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, we were drunk that night, too, dude. Yeah. I was fucked up. I had to stay here. Yeah, it was, um, fuck, I don't, it was, a, it was a holiday or something. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? It was a Super it was, Bowl? It was about, no, it was 4th of July. Uh, it was 4th. But, uh, not real 4th of July. Yeah, well, because 4th of July was like in the middle of the week. Yeah, it's, it, it was fake 4th of July, so we watched fireworks and got all drunk. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't think of a lot. Of, we usually power through bad ones. Those were the two most recent that I can think about. The one most recently that I just fucking lost it on was The Watch. The I had watch. never seen The Watch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was telling you about it in the van the other night, dude. Fucking, um, the fucking watch. It's that one, I don't know if you people out there listening the listeners. might remember it. The listeners might remember. But it's, it's that fucking one... Ben Stiller, Vince Vaughn, Jonah Hill, and the guy from the IT crowd. I don't know his name. Neither do I. They form a neighborhood watch, and there's like an alien, and they have to kill the aliens. It's like it's like a it's like a terrible like Ghostbusters 
or that one with David Duchovny and Orlando Bloom, Sean William Scott. It's by Dan Aykroyd. It's an Ivan Reitman, Dan, Dan Aykroyd film. Harold Ramis, I believe, was involved, too. Um, the one where they get the, the alien mutants. Did you ever see that one? No. I'm thinking of it. It's like, not no. bad. It's not very good, but it's not bad. It, tries to, it probably tries to take itself seriously, though, because fucking Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> I, I don't know about that, because Dan Aykroyd. Um, God, what was it? can't remember the name of it, but anyway, it's along those lines where it's that terrible, like, hey, let's make Ghostbusters, but with aliens. Yeah. Um, there it is. Evolution. Evolution? Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it's I, a good ne- movie. I never saw Evolution. It's alright. It's it's not great, but I mean, it's got some good jokes in it. Um, it's Orlando Bloom's funny. I like Orlando. Not Orlando Bloom. Orlando Jones. Orlando Jones. Keep saying Orlando Bloom. <laughs> Maybe that's why I was Orlando confused. Jones. The Sprite guy. The 7-Up guy. Make 7-Up yours. Yes. 7-Up yours. God. His career went downhill after Drumline. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but but dude. Uh, like, it's, it's Vince Vaughn in his most annoying form. And I like Vince Vaughn. But he's just doing that motor mouth, like, annoying guy from Chicago thing. Yeah. And he never shuts the fuck up. And it's like Ben Stiller... Being very heavy into one of Ben Stiller's characters. Sorry, I, uh, <laughs> sorry. I, mean, I, I was just, just like, looking want, at David Duchovny's like, career. I, no, no, no. I was like, I wonder, would you feel better about Evolution if you knew that it was actually the director of Ghostbusters? It was no, right? Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. It, that, that, that was the thing. Everybody was really pumped because it was the Ghostbusters guys back together again. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, dude," but like, you, oh, you did, you did say that, I, yeah. But right when you, I was like, Meh. I was like, I forgot you said it was Ivan Reitman. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it's it's Ivan Reitman, and I believe Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis wrote the movie. I, I'm not quite sure on that aspect. You've got it open, so you can find out. But um, no, dude, and it's it's pretty good. It's not great. It's a little. A little heavy in some areas where where they didn't need to go. Like, the jokes are a little too on the nose, you know? Yeah. But, uh, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, who wrote it? Some guys. Huh. So I remember being it, it being touted that it was the original Ghostbuster crew back together, and the only one back is Ivan Reitman. Yeah. Huh. <sighs> Dan Jacoby. I don't know who the hell that guy is. Um... Jesus. Anyway, we watched another movie. Uh, were you talking about the watch still? <laughs> I don't want to talk about the watch anymore. <laughs> oh, I fuck right. the watch. That movie just makes me mad. I just, dude, <laughs> I didn't make it past like I want to say the fifteen minute mark with that oh, movie. Okay. I was like, this movie's fucking awful, and I got up and just left. Yes, we did watch another movie. We actually watched two other movies, but we're going to not talk about one because it's not worth it, because it's not bad and it's not good, but there was another one. Oh, yeah. It's not. Don't even bring it up. It's not worth it. <laughs> There's nothing to say. I feel but like well, like I feel like we're teasing them. <laughs> well, well, that's what they get. <laughs> I'll be cool. <laughs> he wants to be a dick about it. Be all enigmatic, but like we're not mysterious tough guys, man. <laughs> Two fat nerds in a room. <laughs> um, it was the new Kevin James uh, fucking Netflix movie. It's not bad. It's not good. It it is probably the strongest effort for a movie I've ever seen Kevin James starring. 
Pro- yeah, that's true. Uh, but like you, it, it, I can't recommend it, but I can't not recommend it either. Like, if you're true, bored, true memoirs of an international assassin. Was that what it was? That's what the name of it is. It's. I will. I watched it thinking it was part of. He thought it was one of the Adam Sandler deal. Part of the Adam Sandler deal that he made with them, but it's yeah. not. It was actually a real movie. Yeah, it's like one of those scripts that becomes Die Hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a real movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, because like that's the whole legacy yeah. of the Die Hard series is every movie was supposed to be another movie, and they just slapped Die Hard on the cover. Die Hard. Uh, Die Hard. This time he's in a shopping mall. But uh, it was passable as a movie film. Yeah. So that's it. So there was. I wanted to laugh and about how bad it was. Wasn't bad, wanted, but also was not good enough to enjoy. No. So very forgettable. So it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was an hour and a half long though. <laughs> it was ninety minutes. So <laughs> passes uh, that mark. But yeah. another ninety two, just ninety minute. Another movie ninety minute movie. Another ninety minute movie that we watched that was awesome. Yeah. First of your first time seeing yeah. it. One of. We probably should have done this on, on Classic Catch-Up, but... <sighs> we fucked up. Yeah. We, but do that, we do that a lot. We do that a lot, yeah. We, we, <laughs> we've only done one classic and we haven't even... It's, not, it even, it's not even up yet. It's not even up yet. I probably, yeah, I probably only need like a couple more hours of work on that and it's good to go. And I still haven't done it. Still haven't put it up. Oh, God. We talked about it in the last episode. About the last Starfighter. This one... What did we watch, Ryan? It starred Sly Stallone. It's true. We watched the 1990s classic film. Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd. And it was awesome. It's pretty bad. It's, it's one of those great examples of 90s uh, superhero movies. See, here's the thing, though. Like, what? Like, they suck, but they're so cool to watch. Well, exactly. <laughs> but what happened? Because I enjoyed Judge Dredd a lot, but we watched RoboCop. I watched RoboCop, the original RoboCop. It's a great movie. For the first time, and I was like, eh. That's because you're an asshole. <laughs> I was like, I don't get why everybody talks about this movie. RoboCrop is a... RoboCrop. <laughs> RoboCrop. RoboCrop. He's a robo-farmer. <laughs> that was a way funnier joke than you're giving me credit for. <laughs> um, RoboCop is a great movie because it's a satire, dude. It's nothing about that it's supposed to be taken seriously <laughs> at all, dude. <laughs> It's the same thing as, like, what Judge Dredd tried to do, but not good. <laughs> like, RoboCop is good, dude. It's yeah, a great Judge movie. Dredd was good. I thought it was super good. <laughs> Judge Dredd is good because it's so bad. No. RoboCop is good because it's good. No, I think, I think Judge Dredd was just good. Like, <laughs> like, dude. That's not what you said before we started recording, you liar. <laughs> You're like, I've been thinking about Judge Dredd a lot. It's so good. It's so good. Because it's terrible. <laughs> See? But that's it's still good. <laughs> it is. Um, Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider is actually not that annoying in no. that movie. Dude, just... I forgot. I was like, oh, fuck. forgot he's in this movie. Because he's the first character you meet. Yeah. Like, yep. you meet him before you meet the title character. <laughs> True. Yeah, he's your vessel into Mega City Mega. Mega City One. Mega City Two. Mega City One. <laughs> Mega you City just, Three. You do this on purpose. I swear to God. Mega <laughs> City Point One, and yeah, uh, that that shit holds up. I gotta say that 
I liked the graphics are dated as yeah. they would be, but uh, but there's something about dystopian yeah when with dated graphics that just looks right. Like when you watch Blade Runner, you're like, this is good. Yeah, this this looks great. Oh, dude, it's just it's just. The sets have to be crowded because of how much shit they have to shove into them to make them look like futuristic-y and stuff like that. And it builds this claustrophobic feel that I think you would naturally have in one of those gigantic cities that are built on layers and stuff yeah, like that. Where you, yeah, it's hard to see And you're all just, you're just cramped in, dude. And I, I think that's that lends well to it. Uh, plus, like, the props and sets are just fantastic in, the, in that movie. The costuming's great. Uh, aesthetically, it looks almost exactly like the actual comic dread. I turned away from the microphone. It was probably not <laughs> available for any of what I just said. No, saw. it was good. It just, okay. The levels were loud. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I lost my train the of thought. The aesthetic. The aesthetic of it, dude. It looks very much like traditional the, dread. Yeah. Um, and like from a from a wacky, goofy sense of humor, there is that present within the dread comic. It's just that there are some. I'm talking about in opposition to the to the new to film the newest with one. Keith Urban. Dread. Uh, called Keith Urban. Keith Urban. I wish it was fucking <laughs> Keith Urban. Keith Urban. Keith Urban. Keith Urban. If if. Uh, well, you those of you who don't know, yeah, because uh, we've never talked about it before. Uh, our local watering hole, Applebee's, <laughs> our local dive bar, <laughs> local dive bar, Applebee's. Uh, Keith Urban is often uh, he often, frequents he frequents there. Yeah. He frequents and, the Applebee's, and we see him in a lot. The high desert. <laughs> we see him a lot, and uh, he never pays attention to us. So we try calling out to the man. And Keith! He, Keith! Keith Urban! <laughs> he never looks. He never looks. He <sighs> never, ever looks. I'm starting to think it might not be Keith Urban. It may not be Keith Urban. <laughs> but who else could it be? <laughs> who else would have that look willingly? Yeah. <laughs> Besides Keith Urban. <laughs> who else would dare to look like Keith Urban but <laughs> Keith Urban? So, so anyway, Carl Urban. Yeah, Carl Urban. I fucking and Carl Urban is great. Yes, in everything he does, he's, he's amazing. He's, he has the love of all nerds, I believe. Yes. Um, whereas that one took a more serious type angle and really? dealt with the more the grit, the the fucking you know from dread. This one injects a lot more of the humor and like I would love to get to a point where we have both of those together. Yeah. Um, it's true. Uh, that, I, be, that being said, too, like I'm talking about the sets and the overall aesthetic, uh, and then the other dread with Carl Urban, the new yes, dread, yes, doesn't look very much like the comic and stuff. But we're also talking about budget constraints because the dread budget was drastically lower than the uh, than the original the Judge, Judge Dread, dread. Film, than Judge Dread. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, I would love to come to a point where we have both representations in one film. Or, or, and I know Carl Urban, last I heard, was he was trying to get a Dread series made for, for streaming service. Yeah. Like Amazon or, or Netflix or something like that. And I would, I would fucking watch it in a minute, dude. Uh, the Judge Dread movie, as it is, with St- the, Sylvester, the, Sylvester, the Sylvester Stallone one. Jesus Christ. Man. Sly Stallone. What did you put in my water? 
LSD. Um, <laughs> what's in this water? <laughs> um, what was in that tea? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, dude, it's it's one of those '90s superhero movies, and like Blade, you know, like Blade or Blade Two, like you're still watching them, dude. They're fun as fuck to watch. They're not good. But they're great. Like I don't, I don't know, dude. It's... I don't like. Here's the thing. I obviously liked Dread a lot. Oh yeah. And I liked Judge Dread a lot. Yeah. It just like I'm just like yeah. It's bad, but I think it's bad because it's a it's ninety superhero. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they they just they make aside it... from yeah until X Men. I don't think they really grasped what they needed to do. But like it was, it was. I was surprised with, like you said, how well it looked. Um, the, they just go for it with with Judge Dredd, dude. Yeah, they just like, they totally just go for it. The elements. The biggest complaint you can make is that he did fucking Armand Asante, and that fucking Dredd walks around with his helmet off for yeah. most of the film, because Dredd never takes his helmet off. But like, it looks okay. And I mean, I like the more crazy, outlandish, futuristic setting, dude. I mean, yeah. it's like every cool B movie sci-fi I ever watched when I was a kid. Yeah, I like it. I like it's bad, but it's bad in like a. It's bad in the greatest ways possible. And like I know why. Like I get it. Yeah. Like, it's 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 bad because of the time. Yeah. Like, but the movie itself, I'm just like, dude, this is cool. Yeah. I was expecting total garbage. Yeah. Hot like, garbage. Josh. Hot garbage. It did I not thought it was suck on toast. <laughs> Phrases that we've noticed we say a lot. <laughs> exactly. It wasn't. It wasn't hot garbage. It didn't suck on toast. <laughs> suck on toast. On toast. Not suck on toast. Yeah, nobody's sucking on toast. That's just gross. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I mean, like. Uh, the fun little thrill ride, dude. I mean, you get your simple, stupid story. I, I, knew, I learned more wins. about Dread watching that than I did watching Dread. No, and that was what I was talking to you about, was uh, that that movie really delves into a lot of the Dread world with the long walk, what happens to judges when they retire and stuff. Yeah. You have to go on the long walk out into the cursed earth and bring the law to lawless and with all the mutants and the freaks that live on the outside of that wall. The one thing that this movie didn't do was deal with the mutants inside the city. Mm. Where in Dread you get Anderson, who is a psychic. Yes, that's um, right. That's probably the, the the difference between the two um, is is right there, and it's it's in no no, but uh, that was my first, that was my lead way into Judge Dread because I didn't know about Judge Dread when I was a kid. I just knew it looked fucking super cool. He wore a fucking helmet and he shot a gun that he talked to. Yeah. I didn't know anything about the fucking movie or the comic or anything like that. And then I found out that it was based on a comic and I started reading as much as I possibly could that was released over here, which wasn't very much at the time. I think DC was putting out reprints for it. Oh, okay. Um, I think. I can't really remember. But, no, that was also my segue in, into the Dread universe. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just kind of like, oh, it's cheesy, but like... It looks good. Yeah. Like, like, from an aesthetic point, they were, like, taking it seriously. But, like, the story was a little dumb. And the, but, like, but also... The but is, also, is under the, yeah, is, yeah. Exactly. But also, but uh, the story was dumb, but it also had so many elements that I thought were cool in it. Yeah, like the clones yeah. and, and, and everything like that where you find out so, history. So, like, it's bad, but it's... 
good. Like, yeah. it's not... And I don't mean, like, it's so bad it's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it is good. But it's bad. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, hard to, it's hard to differentiate. Like, it's recommended for everybody. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. If you want to have a good action movie time, fucking watch it, dude. It's, oh, light, yeah. it's good light fare. That's what it... It's pulp. It's cheese. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's good. For, for what it is, it is very good. Don't expect... Some kind of super serious take on everything. Yeah, just, and like kind of, and the flawed that. logic, the flawed logic of the world, they like point point that out too. I like. Oh yeah, the it's like Rob Schneider hitting the robot to to like get away from the people who are literally <laughs> rioting. Yeah, and they're going to kill him. Yeah, and and it's like, well, you're still going to jail. Yeah, you're going like, to jail because you hell? destroyed a robot. You could have jumped out the window. I would have died. Yeah, but it would have been legal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? It's great. That's great <laughs> writing. That's a great joke. Yeah, and I'm just like, holy shit. Now this world sucks. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. The world of Dread is terrible. <laughs> um, I think it's fucking super funny, dude. Yeah, and Rob Schneider is surprisingly not as annoying as I as I remembered him being. Yeah. And just overall how bad <laughs> Rob How Schneider, he is yeah, now. And how Rob Schneider is Rob Schneider. That was back when he was just... Being an actor. Yeah. And taking jobs and, and doing them. And didn't think that he was like a comedic genius. <laughs> as much as I love Deuce Bigelow, European gigolo. I still can't figure that out. <laughs> Not, don't get it twisted. The second one. The <laughs> first one's pretty bad. They're both really bad. Dude, they're in Amsterdam. <laughs> I know the story, man. You tell it to me all the time. And there's the League of Gigolos. Please stop talking. <laughs> They're a union, I believe, actually. Oh, why don't they call them the, the group? <laughs> the League of Gigolos. It might have been the League. I'm not sure. That's funny. Oh, God. But yeah, so he's he's a t- he, an obnoxious little man. But... Yeah, well, I made the joke, too. I was just like, this is when he teams up with Adam Sandler, yeah. Kevin James, <laughs> David Spade. Yeah, when and... we were watching the true memoirs of the internet. Oh, God, that was, I thought that was during Dread. <laughs> we were waiting We were waiting for fucking Rob Schneider or one of them to, to show crash up. crash through a window and help him out. Because we thought it was Happy Madison until the bitter end. <laughs> yeah. When we realized I mean, this, I, it was I, too much of a real movie for it to be that. Dude, bad. this is this is like a full disclosure. Like, I always think that Happy Madison is view askew. <laughs> <laughs> I always want to call it View Askew, and I'm like, no, that's Kevin Smith, you idiot, don't say that out loud. No, don't do it. Don't do it, have you lost your mind? That's like, every time I see Zap Brannigan's name written, I read. I have to tell myself not to read it as Zap Rousedower. Zap Rousedower. <laughs> <laughs> Canadius. Can- Canadius. Can- Canadius's favorite sonus. <laughs> Oh man! So yeah, I mean, pff, shit. Judge Dredd, go and watch it. Yeah, I'm. It's pleasant. on Netflix and it's on like I'm every movie channel all the time. Pleasantly surprised because we go, <laughs> we went back. This is why we started doing classic ketchup, a thing you don't know about yet. <laughs> well, because, I haven't seen. We've talked about yeah. it a couple times because we. Uh, out of nowhere, I was just finally like, you know what? I need to start watching some of these 
some of these films. Yeah, we watched Bloodsport, Blood, which you really enjoyed. Bloodsport and, and, and movies like that. We, I think we yeah. watched like The Last Action Hero. And, yeah, we watched The Last Action Hero. Also, but we had both seen Last Action uh, Hero, I think. Robocop and all that. And most of those were so bad it was good. Yeah. And I really liked Judge Dredd. So. I really liked Bloodsport. <laughs> yeah, but for different reasons. He has, he has a flashback. That last half minutes. the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's just John Claude Van Damme standing. And in it's that not old like Japanese and it's not like, and it's not like that's just the segue into yeah, no. that bit of the story. They keep cutting back to remind. They keep you. cutting back to his face just <laughs> to remind you he's still remembering. <laughs> I would love if they just cut to the Japanese lady, the the mom, the the wife. Yeah, and she's just like. What are you doing? Are you okay? <laughs> kind of lost you there for like an hour. <laughs> oh. So, um, so yeah, that was a surprise for me. So definitely go check that out. Whether yeah. you're into the bad action movie era, or, or if, if you you're just, a sliced alone fan, they yeah. do exist. Or it's true. Or if you just honestly want like a pretty light, cool sci-fi action. If you if you comic. if you don't believe. <laughs> <laughs> that Deadpool was the first ever rated R comic book movie. Yeah, go back and watch like Judge Dredd and RoboCop, and well, RoboCop was not a comic. Blade, before. Blade. Yeah, yeah. Faux show. All yeah. right. All right. I think I think that might be it, Josh. Is that it for the day? I don't think we got anything else, unless there's something you're just. Dying to get off your chest. You know what? Now's the time, Josh. Now's the time. This is my time. I supposed to talk about Luke Cage no, again. No, no, no. This is happening. I've been talking about this. People probably know. Uh, almost every episode, I say that I'm going to wait till next episode to talk about something. This is what's been on my mind. All right. Oh, you got so a thing? All you people listen out there, especially <laughs> there's a company out there, Josh. You busters. There's a company out there that I can no longer tolerate. Oh no! So let me talk about it for a okay. second. This has nothing to do with movies. Has nothing to do with video games. So we're literally going into just new territory wow. here. As we're far going, as topics, we're going off script. <laughs> as far as topics on the podcast, <sighs> Apple. Let me talk about <laughs> Apple for a second. You're still mad about the about the headphone jack? No, no, no. The headphone jack is the least of their problems. Right. Oh, okay. are you talking about the escape button? I'm t- there's so many things to talk about. Here, listen, you you don't even understand how deep this goes. Okay, so okay, so there's two new products. All right, so yeah. we've got. Are they? Re- can you really call anything Apple does new? No, not really. They're, they're refreshes. So we have the iPhone 7 and the new MacBook they just announced three weeks ago, maybe? Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the problem. The MacBook, okay, the new MacBooks, first of all, MacBook Pros, I should say. The MacBook Pros. Yeah. And this goes for fucking Sony, too. Don't put Pro on the name of something if you... If it's not professional, like, no. how is it? How how is a, a new console that can kind of do 4K uh, a professional device? What, what does Pro mean? So Apple, their their MacBook Pros that used to actually make sense because they were very powerful laptops. They were it's really cool, extremely expensive, mm-hmm. but powerful. Well, these new ones are. My big, friend that does a lot of music stuff used to have one. These new ones are piles of crap. Yeah. Okay. The two 13-inch ones have dual-core processors in them, which is ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> like, 
you can't be pro unless you have a quad core processor. Like, let's just be real. <laughs> they don't have. They have two, two or four, depending on the model. Two or four Thunderbolt three Type C USB. And that's it. That's the, all the I/O they have. I would not be able to plug in a USB device without an adapter. Yeah. I can't do an external monitor through HDMI without an adapter. Why? <laughs> I can't go... Here's a scenario for you. And, and the escape key, yeah, they have the new media control touch That's bar. That's what you were saying, yeah. And, on, they, and if you have the touch bar, they put the escape key on the touch bar... So if that breaks, you literally are fucked on trying to use escape. <laughs> or paying them the a ridiculous amount that they would probably charge to replace the whole main board or something. Because that's how they do their repairs, because they're ridiculous. Mm. Here's the thing. So, they're like, they're always talking about how all their shit is so simple, and it just works. Yeah. And this and that. Then they go and take all the I.O. off of the MacBook Pro, make it more expensive and less powerful... You get rid of the headphone jack on the iPhone 7. So here, here's a scenario. You're just like, I fucking love Apple. You go into the Apple store, you buy an iPhone 7 and a new MacBook Pro. Mm. You literally, without buying adapters, you could walk out with two of their newest products. You wouldn't be able to plug your iPhone into your MacBook. They don't... <laughs> it's type A to Thunderbolt... Or to lightning connector, and there's no... You can't plug it into... So you need to get an adapter to plug your iPhone 7 into your thing. Then you're like, oh man, I want to listen to music on my MacBook. I'll just use the headphones that came with my iPhone 7. No, you can't do that because they're lightning headphones, and the MacBook has a normal 35 millimeter headphone jack. <laughs> so you have to have two pairs, of, head, two pairs of headphones yeah. to use... With both of your devices, the newest of their devices. And not only that, even if you have the newest iPad, not the iPad Pro, but the newest regular iPad. I plugged Britney's uh, Lightning headphones into the iPad, and uh. they don't work with it. So then you said, so like... <laughs> what the fuck? So yeah, you, you can't... You could go and buy all the newest shit, and none of it works together you can't plug each other. Why would shit you do that? They're sabotaging it. their own product. My Pixel is ready to is more compatible with the new MacBook than the iPhone is, <laughs> the and iPhone I know is. that there's AirDrop or Air, yeah, Air whatever that they do, but like that's still ridiculous. Like, <laughs> I, I I don't know if you have a product, they should all work together products. out of the box. Yeah. Yeah, I, and not only that. Apparently, apparently, um, if you do some high power draw connections to the new MacBook, so say I wanted to plug in like a USB capture card, yeah, or something to do whatever. Sometimes the the power draw on the USB will make the Wi-Fi turn off. <laughs> like they just make terrible products, and I would ask everybody. All the hundreds of thousands of people who listen to this podcast. The dozens of... The tens of dozens. The tens of people. Stop (laughs) buying Apple products for the love of God. They used to make good stuff and they have just stopped. That is no longer their goal. Their goal is to get all of your money for the least amount of efforts. You know what's making me mad? What? Carl's Jr. is still 
Oh, yeah. Listening to yeah, me. Yeah, and let's get on to and that, And releasing too. the fucking breakfast burger for all day. Shake off the fucking shackles they're, they're this goddamn timed food limit. Yeah, well, yeah, while we're at it, let's go into some other... Let's go into some other companies that have been doing us wrong. It's not a company, but you know what's really pissing me off, what? dude? Fucking these fucks driving around with their goddamn high beams on all the time. <laughs> You're right, though. Fucking McDonald's... Or, uh, Carlos Jr. is one of the last holdouts. Yeah, they're the last bastion of, like, time-restricted yeah, food. Time-restricted I'm menus. not asking you to release the entire breakfast menu. It's a fucking hamburger. <laughs> Give it to me all day long. All you did was take a fucking bacon burger and slap a goddamn slap. You put some hash browns and a folded egg on it, man. I, it's the most delicious fucking thing in the world. I love it so much. Eggs on burgers. Eggs is on great. burgers are always good. And it's just like, it's so good. But like, if I don't get there before ten o'clock in the morning. I'm not going to get a goddamn breakfast burger. It drives me nuts. I have fucking... I've emailed them. I've left comment cards. i tried tweeting them for like three months, man. They don't... Yeah, they don't... They don't care about They don't my care about their customers. <laughs> and like very, very loyal customers. Very loyal customer to Carl's Jr. I ate their chili cheese fries. And they were And they horrible. were awful. I couldn't get enough of them. Their though. fries are just bad. Their fries are shit. I, I'm dude. glad that most... they tried to change them up and like part ways with like the Baker's Wiener Schnitzel McDonald type of fry, and it's like no, go back. Those were the good fries. Aside from the Chris cuts, yeah, which if they're made fresh are good. Yeah, which yeah, which is like a rare fucking thing. Yeah. Um, they gotta ditch that green burrito too. That shit is awful. They gotta uh, no, I think they're doubling down on. Green are they burrito. doubling down on green yeah. burrito? I think they've just expanded the menu. Last time I was there, <laughs> we've segued. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. So this is new, uncharted territory. Yeah, dude, for we just, dude, on the maybe we should just do a thing where we just sit and rant <laughs> about things that piss us off. You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and what's uh, what's funny about the natural cut fry craze? That oh yeah, that while, home style. Yeah. It's totally fake. Yeah, those are faked. Those aren't real. They come frozen like yeah, that, yeah. and I think the skin bits are actually fake. Because how would you get every single one to have that on? Yeah, they've got just that perfect curve, <laughs> curve at the yeah, top, that perfect slant of like, oh, we love some of the skin. <laughs> I don't believe you. I don't, I don't believe you. I believe you. You know who second. does that natural cut? Fucking legit is in and out. I'm gonna tell you, fucking, it doesn't happen every fry. No, like fucking, who else puts out that natural cut bullshit? Fucking Five Guys. Five, uh, no, yeah, Five Guys has natural cut fries. Did they? Yeah, it's we ate there one time. We ate there. I I, I might be eating there a second time. No, I only ate there once. Does it happen (laughs) to the natural cut? No, they have delicious fast food fries. They have amazing everything. Yeah, I ate there for the first time. With uh, with Brandon a yeah. couple weeks ago, dude. Holy they have slightly shit, thicker than normal fast food super crispy fries. They're very, they're very, very good. Most fries should aspire to those. Those it's and true. Red Robin steak fries, man. Red the steak fries are the only reason I continue to go to Red. You know Robin. what you do? You know what you do? You go to Red Robin. You get the burger and the fries. Take the fries that come on the plate and throw them in the garbage, and then immediately ask for new fries. Yeah. 
Because the ones, they basically plate those fries and leave them up on the thing until the burger's done. Well, dude, so the you, first ones you get suck, but when you ask for a refill, they bring you out a plate of fresh When ones. is the last time you've been to a Red Robin? I went there last Thursday. Oh, wow, okay. Because the last, sorry, Ooh. that's going to leave a noise. Yeah, that'll be fine. Um, I fucking, the last time I went, dude, the last couple times I went, because, like, the family likes the Red Robin yeah, yeah. a lot. Yeah. Uh, they would give me the fries with my burger, but they would, like, half-ass the fries. Yeah. Like, like just the amount. Like, they know you're going to ask for more fucking fries, dude. Either they're so ba- you just they're do what I do. Either they devour do. the shit out of them, and then just more fries. <laughs> exactly. They, I think they're either banking on that you don't ask for more, and then that way they didn't give you a lot of fries, yeah. or they're like, well, if he wants more, he can just ask. Do they do chili cheese fries at Red Robin? I don't think they do, but they have chili there. So they I'm have sure chili you, there. I'm it's sure good you could chili ask too. for chili right. and then be like, could I have some more fries? It's, it's dude, And then for, you just dump yeah. it on top. For being chain restaurant chili, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's got, no, black, it's it's got no, black beans in it. It's no Wendy's chili. Yeah, it's no, it's no Wendy's chili. You know how they make the Wendy's chili. Yeah, with leftover <laughs> yeah. hamburger. Yeah, with with yeah, with meat that's like on the grill. With meat that's readily available. <laughs> that is a, why would that, that gross, why would that gross stupid, me out? That is such a stupid complaint. It's like, yeah, they use, no way. Wendy's uses Wendy's meat to make Wendy's chili. Whoa. You have blown my mind, sir. What are you going to tell Josh, me next? They cook the hot dogs at Wiener Schnitzel. Hang, hang on. Oh my god. Hang on. <laughs> You're telling me the corn dogs are just normal <laughs> hot dogs that they've dipped in batter? Um, and they make a career out of this? I have a theory here, You Josh. have one. I yeah. have one. Okay. Listen up, dude. You're afraid of square meat. Everybody knows this. I'm not afraid of square meat. <laughs> you're turned off, off by square meat. You're put meat. off by square meat. I Here's know it's thing. not bad. I know it's real hamburger meat, but I just can't hey, deal with you. Hang on. I've got it. This may change your whole opinion. <laughs> they're making round hamburgers, okay? Yeah. And then they're taking a cutter... And cutting them into squares, yeah. and then all the leftover edgy bits, they take that and make the chili out of it. <laughs> that doesn't change the fact that the burger is still. It a square. started as a regular round burger. That's oh, what I'm saying. What if I made you a burger? You saw it was round, then you saw me cut it into a square and gave it to you. Would you care? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't say, dude. All right. Square burgers weird, man. I know it's weird too. Like everybody makes fun of me for not being. Being able to eat square meat. It's just you know that the cow wasn't square. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, I know. It's just it's a square. I can't eat square sausage patties. Do they make square sausage patties? I've seen them. Hmm. I've seen square like like ham steaks. I've uh, seen square ham steaks yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a thing for sure. Yeah. You have a problem with square ham steaks? I'm not a big ham guy in general. Yeah. So I think pretty much any kind of excuse I have to not eat ham. Not to eat ham. Yeah. Especially like gross <coughs> Oscar Mayer ham. Yeah. Well, like, dude, my sister for uh, for the holidays, she'll usually do up like a big fucking ham, dude. And like that is the only time I enjoy ham, dude. I don't know why. Oh, you mean like ham in general, not even like cold cut ham. Um, Winco's Deli actually puts out a really nice fucking thin sliced ham, dude. It's fucking very, very good. And then I've had the ham over at uh, Overland, and it's that's pretty good too. But like, 
Like it's just, and it's not that I I despise ham or anything like that, but like ham is not a meat that I actively seek out. I'm never just like it's time for ham. You yeah, know? but uh, I believe that it's it's good. It's true. I mean, for me, I take ham over turkey. So oh no way, dude! But I'm not I fucking love a good turkey <laughs> sandwich, dude. But uh, okay, I like you like cold cut turkey, but you yes, don't like the bird. But I don't like Thanksgiving turkey. I, dude, I, I'm on the fence about Thanksgiving turkey. You know, my family grew up, we did more fried chicken for fucking, for, uh, for, for Thanksgiving than we did thanks than we did turkey. And I'll, I'll say this, my, my hatred for turkey is going away quick as the tradition lately for the past, now it's probably going on four years now, you guys we, have a roast, we have a roasted turkey, a fried turkey, and new and improved <laughs> added to the mix, a smoked turkey. What, do you take your smoker down there? No, he has a he has a pellet grill, a pellet smoker. Oh, okay. So, uh, that's what he started doing now. So, uh, so finding some fucking quality turkey out of that spread. Well, and we just learned how to butterfly a turkey. It's true, yeah. Just learn, just learn you can butterfly a turkey. It's a it, lot of work. Yeah, well, you gotta cut the spine out, dude. <laughs> yeah. That just sounds so harsh. It does. <laughs> but it looks delicious. And then, yeah, and then you have to cook the stuffing in a casserole dish instead of fucking shoving it up its poop hole and hoping you don't get salmonella. You know, it's, it's not going to happen, Brian. The thing has <laughs> been cleaned. Yeah. They don't just leave fecal matter inside. No, I of know. No, I know. But you can still get salmonella from poultry in general. What? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Undercooked poultry. So, uh,. I have never gotten a salmonella in my life. Neither have I. I wrote, I wrote a short story when I was a kid and turned it into class. Yeah. With a, with a, with a, with, it was a story of a, of a young teenage kung fu fighter named Acne. <laughs> and his fucking, his chief villain was the local mobster, Sal Manila. Sal Manila. Is this real? <laughs> yeah, this is a true story, dude. My mom probably has it somewhere, dude. But uh, no, I, I got a B on the story, dude. It was, nice. super, it was, it was it, with the with a smiley face. I remember, and the teacher said that I am the funniest person in the class. <laughs> Mom, I'm still the funniest person in Miss Meeker's class. <laughs> I I have a similar story, actually. My short my short story for fifth or sixth grade, whatever it was, uh, was a Back to the Future ripoff. And not only was it a Back to the Future ripoff, I didn't write it. <laughs> <laughs> I stole it from my older brother. <laughs> Re- like fucking pr- proofread it, changed a couple things, and like ch- like changed the typos and stuff. All right, I I, I, I took cr- I took credit. Okay, <laughs> I took credit. Yeah, you took but, credit for being a plagiarist. <laughs> but. You know who else did that? J.J. Uh, Abrams. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. But he didn't change anything. Dick. And, and believe it or not, my, my sixth grade short story was not commercially uh, produced. Oh, oh, okay. And I had permission from the person I stole it from. So... Then you didn't steal it. You, I didn't steal it. And like I said, I reworked it a you bit. You acquired the rights. Yeah, it was fair use. <laughs> it was right? fair use. It was transformative in nature. <laughs> That's one of the uh, creative commons. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. So, but the funny thing about that is it was it was all it was also very funny. It was yeah. because it was dumb. It was a Back to the Future ripoff. Yeah. Uh, where I think it ended with me, the the, the it was 
true fan fiction. I was in the story, obviously. Uh, Brent, or, you know, fucking my older brother. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> whatever. We'll just act like I wrote it for this time because it's becoming confusing. <laughs> we'll, we'll to talk. pretend. It's becoming confusing to talk yeah, about. This plot is so convoluted. But yeah, where me, uh, me went back Brian. in time and uh, met Bill Gates and then I was rich or something like that. There was also like a random jumping, like a solution to a problem was just jumping out of the window. And it was, like, a very small problem. Like, like they found out that I wasn't who I said I was, so I just jumped out the window. And I think that's the only... Like, I like think that was the 1960s Batman? Yeah. No, exactly <laughs> like that, actually. Like, oh, oh, we should leave. Yeah, we should, we should go. Out the window. Um, out the window. But I remember people loved it. People loved it. I was a hit. <laughs> All right? And then I did not... I did not win, Josh. I did not win, and I'm going to tell you why. The other dweeb, the super nerd of the class, yeah. wrote this other story that was very that was very well put together, but it was nowhere near as funny and awesome as my stolen story. Is <laughs> his stolen Back to the Future rip off? Rip off, exactly. Uh, his had a moral to it. Oh lord! And that is why he won. And I stand, I stand by it that he wrote a, a way worse story, but it had a moral, and that is why yes. I lost. See, I. Uh... I wrote a revenge story <laughs> when I was in like ninth grade for a short story contest. It was uh, it was about an elf that like lost his tribe. Oh no! <laughs> and like it was just like bloody Conan gore. Like dude, it was just like yes, <laughs> I uh, I I didn't win. You didn't win, and didn't and, win. and fucking and I had to go to Jermaine the Cle- and Jermaine Clement <laughs> and Jermaine Clement <laughs> stole my plot. Oh, there we go. We're not gonna say the title of that movie. If you know, leave it in the comments. Leave it in the comments. <laughs> obscure reference. Very uh, pretty obscure. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> I think that's going to do her, Josh. <laughs> really? I was having fun. I know. So was I. But I'm just like, we're, we're way over time. Are we really? How, how yeah. long have we been going? We're, we're about 15 minutes over time now. No. So I'm going to cut it there because I want to, I want to, you know, edit this and put it up. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, we have been Mighty Fish Productions. This is the Mighty Fish Podcast. The podcast that we haven't renamed. <laughs> Because we realize that it's confusing. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, dude, I met a dude the other night, and he asked me about He's like, oh, are you guys talking about, like, fishing and stuff? Yeah. And I was like, no. No, shit. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it started as a placeholder, and then we liked it, I guess. We just kind of ran with and it. Now, I think we just and, got lazy. And now we're regretting that decision. Yeah, now we're regretting that decision. If uh, anybody listens... And uh, gives a shit what we could call the... Co- has any suggestions. Leave it in the comments. Leave it in the comments. <laughs> uh, shoot us a, t- a Twitter thing. Yeah. A tweet. Um, yeah, you can sh- shoot us a tweet. You can follow us at Mighty Fish Pod, yeah. which will change if you have a good suggestion. <laughs> um, maybe just, maybe Mighty Fish Pro. Mighty Fish... No, because then that makes it sound like Pro Fisherman. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Damn it, we have to rethink our whole identity. Uh, yeah, we have to start from the ground up, dude. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Mighty Fish Pod. No. At Mighty Fish Pod. Uh, we're also on YouTube uh, uh, at Mighty Fish Productions. Yeah. Uh, 
We just put up a channel trailer. It has a skit at the beginning of it. So Please if you want, enjoy that. Yeah, so if you want to go watch that, it's, you know, it's just letting you know what the channel's about. But yeah. there's a nice little skit at the, at the beginning. We put effort into it. We did. Um, we have classic ketchup on the horizon. <laughs> uh, and then... Uh, and then another segment which we're, we're talking about. We're trying to get nailed down. We got to develop rules. It's true. And an actual system for it. Yeah, them. and... Uh, and that'll probably be in a, in a few weeks when we're less busy. And until... Yeah, the, school's almost over. Yeah. Until then, uh, expect classic catch-up and perhaps one other skit. And more of the podcast. We're, we're, we're sticking to weekly. I think yeah. we're almost a month we're, in. We're trying to do this as frequently as possible. Uh, this weekend, again, there will be the lost episode. Episode 7 that never was. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we're on all major podcasting apps, Mighty Fish Podcast, Mighty Fish Productions on YouTube, Mighty Fish Pod on Twitter. I have been the best host, the number one, the main host. (laughs) The main man. (laughs) The main man, the number one. (laughs) Nah, I'm just kidding. I have been Ryan. That's Josh. I'm kind of Josh. <laughs> and we will see you in the next one. When Josh finally grows that beard he's been trying out. Why don't you shut up, man? <laughs> <laughs>